You're listening to the Carry On Friends Podcast, Episode 9. Welcome to the Carry On Friends Podcast, where you'll be inspired and empowered to do amazing things in your personal lives, career, business, and community. With your host, Carrie Ann Reed Brown. Hello, friends. Carrie Ann here, and welcome to Episode 9 of the podcast. Let me say that again. Episode nine. Can you believe it? Nine episodes in. Very excited to have nine episodes under my belt. And maybe I should do something special for episode 10. All right. We'll get to that. But, um, as always, I'm excited that you're listening. And, um, in this episode of the podcast, I'm interviewing our fourth guest of the monthly interview series, my friend and fellow blogger, Michaela Rose. Now, Michaela is the fly editor in chic of Style and Vibes, which is a Caribbean American lifestyle blog. In addition, she does content layout for Triple the Focus E magazine and that's how I actually met Michaela. Um, our mutual friend Stacy Bethel is the founder and editor in chief of Triple of Focus magazine. Since meeting Michaela, we've supported each other's projects. We hang out. And so this is really a conversation between friends. As usual, there's a written portion of the interview that we did before recording this podcast episode. And you can definitely check that out. And, um, in addition to this episode, you're just going to learn a lot and you're just going to enjoy all the gems that Michaela is going to offer your way. So I won't let you wait any longer. Here is the main feature. Michaela, so happy to have you on the podcast. Welcome. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Um, I love everything that you do. So I'm excited. This is my first podcast interview so i'm excited I'm to have to it. i know we're gonna have a great time so thank you you're part of the family and thank you for always supporting carry on friends and supporting me so what i'm gonna do is for the listeners who have not yet read the interview on the blog i want you to tell us a little bit about what you do um, so I am the owner of styleandvibes.com. I created that blog back in 2007, my gosh. Um, and it was at the time an extension of my college radio program and over the years has become a hub for uh, my interest in Caribbean American, all things Caribbean American. The slogan is uh, for the fly Caribbean chic. And um, I've just been blogging in that space for a while now. And I just share everything that I love about my culture from both being from Jamaica and from the U.S. Um, and continue to do that. So that's my um, space on online. Awesome. Now, we're both bloggers. And one of the things that I've learned, it's, it seems so easy to be a blogger, but it's, it's much harder than it appears. Now, what little advice or what's one advice you would give to someone who wants to get into being a blogger or turning that into some kind of business opportunity? I think it comes in two folds, really. It's get started and keep going. The hardest part is just, it's a big deal to publish content with your name on it. 
Um, I have an editorial background, so I, I understand, you know, how it, it's great to see your name in print. So imagine sharing your thoughts, uh, sharing your opinions online for the world to pretty much see. That's a hard step for a lot of people. Um, and then the second is really keep keep going. Um, you know, ideas are very fresh in the beginning. Um, you have a lot that you want to do. Um, and, you know, executing on those ideas, I think, is the toughest part because you have to keep a certain level of consistency. You want, as you start to, to write, you want more readers, you want more followers on Facebook, you want your community to grow. Um, so I think get started first and just keep going, no matter the mistakes or how hard it seems, even if you're up late night till 12 or 1 doing your last post um, to make sure it goes live. I think it, in the end, it's worth it. I, I agree with everything that you're saying because I'm living that. So great advice. Yes, everyone. I saw your last um, podcast. I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Because it, it's definitely hard to, to keep going, especially in those moments that you're just like, oh, I'm just going to take a break. Every time I'm just taking a break, it goes from one week to a month to three months before yeah. you know it you haven't blogged in over six months to a year and you know that that happens to some of the best of us especially if blogging isn't your main um source of income or you just do it for the love which i did for a very long time i didn't really start seeing the blog as a business until maybe the last two years mm -hmm. um so i was literally just sharing what i wanted to share when i wanted to share it and then learning about um, opportunities. And I'm like, hey, well, maybe I can turn this into something and kind of see where that goes. But the blog was always a form of a resume for me because I work in digital and I've um, always wanted to be here. I knew that having some sort of online presence um, over the years was going to be important for me, whether <clears throat> it was writing for someone else or writing for myself um, being able to keep abreast of all the um, trends um, that it really helped me in that respect. So even though I wasn't blogging, I was heavily reading articles, learning about the industry, um, reading a lot from other bloggers, even in my industry and, and in others, just to keep up on different content trends and what's happening. It, it really helped me um, even to my present you know, role at my company now, um, I really believe that having that online space for me um, was key. And you're you're right about that because you know, as I started blogging myself, you started to you start doing research. You have to be hip with the technology. What's happening? You you there's just so much information that you have to stay current with. And I absolutely see how blogging has helped me look at things differently. And in my nine to five or my career, I can see how I could potentially bring other value outside of my traditional track to to an employer because of just all that I've learned in blogging. So I completely agree with that. Um, it's, it's so true. And even that, like, I think companies really, especially now, they really enjoy the entrepreneurial spirit of an employee. Um, so if you're able to roll up your sleeves and 
edit your blog, write your blog, take your own pictures, edit your own pictures. But, you know, you're literally doing the job of five people in a corporation. Exactly. So if you can roll up your sleeves and do all of that, you get it done in half the time. There's less of a process. And you can pitch that. Like, I, this is what I know, and you can be confident about it. Right. Absolutely. So what's one thing you wish you knew before you started blogging? What's one thing I wish I knew? Oh, man. Um, I would think more about monetizing. Mm -hmm. um, I, I actually started monetizing very early, but I haven't paid too much attention to it. And it's a lot more intricate than I thought it was, mm -hmm. um, especially, you know, if you have different sponsors, if you have different, like, you have to manage all the different codes, for every sponsored post or every ad or every, you know, link. Um, so I was, I, I, I still am a little overwhelmed at all of the advertising initiatives. And now it's not just the reach of your blog. It's on social media, you know, sharing on Twitter and Facebook and Pinterest. And it's become quite intricate um, now. So I think... Knowing, like, really diving into that earlier on, mm -hmm. I think would have helped. But I, I, I maybe it would have overwhelmed me too, and I probably would have lost all interest right. in it um, if I did it too early. But just understanding that realm. When I started blogging, I think digital was that space was really new, like, even just digital banner ads and um, scrollovers and, and, and text links. Um, from a business standpoint, they were businesses were really just starting to get into digital. Period. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of companies still didn't even have a website, or like smaller companies, I would say. Um, and a lot of companies were really scared to approach social. That's why I think the I think the small business really, you know, took it took them to really take a chance for a lot of these corporations to get in on it because they saw how, how well it worked out for, you know, smaller companies. Um, they decided, and you know, the bigger companies, they have much more to lose. So it's, it's a little bit harder to get into the game because there's so many cooks in the pot when it comes to sharing anything, making it so public. That's what the internet did it made everything completely transparent and public and I think a lot of companies were scared to let those people in so closely I mean now you know you see Instagram pictures of Kenneth Cole in his office and you know what he's doing but you know five six years ago that was unheard of right Absolutely. And like you said, you know, for smaller companies, they're more nimble. They have less of the structure, the bureaucracy of a larger corporation to go through because for everything you and I know in a corporation, it, it has to go through legal because you want to make mm -hmm. sure the language and everything. So um, that definitely would make sense. And, you know, monetizing is something that's been overwhelming to, to just to understand what are people looking for? What are advertisers looking for? How can you do this? So I, I would say that's probably one of the items up there that I would say, I wish I knew too before blogging. Mm -hmm. So my next question, what or who keeps you motivated or bring things back 
into focus for you when you get overwhelmed or when things are just crazy stressful and you're just off balance? Uh, from a blogging perspective, I think having a network of other bloggers mm-hmm. um, to kind of lean in on. Um, I'm part of a few blogging groups on Facebook, um, the Caribbean, um, what is it, Caribbean Bloggers. Blogger Network, Network yes. Yeah. Caribbean Blogger Network, um, and also BLM Girls. Um, though, you know, those two groups I would say I'm the most active in. Um, and, you know, you can share your frustrations, your stories, and, and it's kind of, a, I wouldn't say in a private space because Facebook is still pretty public, right. but I think we can air our collective grievances with certain situations mm-hmm. um, and kind of move forward um, because we motivate each other and even even the um, ladies who brunch to triple the focus, though, you know, from a, a inspiring standpoint and motivation, um, someone is always posting something that will inspire you to just, or, or just like give you that pat on the back that you needed that day. Like, yes, keep going. You know, not many groups you can say, can you pray for this person or exactly. you know, this person is going through it. And, you know, you can, it, it, it's it's a nice feeling to, to be supported. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when I need to take a break from it all, I just pretty much just play with my five-year-old. <laughs> you know, kids have a way of putting things into perspective that, you know, you couldn't get everything you wanted done today, but, you know, the, those moments of smiling and laughing and playing, like, that's what matters the most, really and truly. Um, so... I think from a motivational standpoint, it's like, okay, I can kind of reset myself in my mind and get to it the next day if I'm not feeling it today. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like like you heard, um, my son walked in and said, I'm here. Who cannot smile and just kind of melt when, you know, she's like, I'm here. I don't know what I'm going to do when she's like a teenager and she doesn't really want to talk to me because... <laughs> You know how they get when they get to that age. So, but I'm enjoying the the little moments for now. So, yep, yep. <laughs> All right. So, what is one habit? So, on the blog, you told me your success habit. So what is, what is one habit you wish you had? Uh, one habit I wish I had was not to be a procrastinator. I procrastinate everything. <laughs> like if I don't plan it, if it doesn't get it's just not in me to do it really and truly and and I've always been that way like even as a a a school student I waited the very last minute to write papers and hand in homework and you know I'm always pushing the deadline um so if I had the ability to do things much earlier um I think that that would make me, and it's more of a practice, more like it doesn't just come to you, you know, I've had to practice, you know, doing things in a chronological order, and um, it, it, it takes a lot out of me, I, I must say, because I find some of the best work that I put out is last minute. Um, me too. So... 
it, it, it's almost it's a struggle and you know it, it's a great blessing to be able to push out great things on such a, a time constraint but at the same time I say to myself imagine if I could have had this certain level of productivity a little earlier I could have gotten even more done yep. Yep. so I think that that's something that I'm continuously working on and I work on it every day because it, it's so hard it's, it's so hard awesome. I literally want to wait until the last minute to do everything cook clean everything. wash my hair like it, it, it's ingrained in me to do things last minute yeah and I have to reprogram my entire brain to do the other the opposite <laughs> It's a working progress, believe me, because some days you do good and some days you're like, ah, you know, mm-hmm. last minute, you know, which, yeah. is, which is what happens with that podcast episode. It was just like, hmm, I don't have an idea, but it will come to me in the last minute. And the but last even, minute. But even in that, and, and that's why it's so hard for me to grasp, because to me, that was one of your, your that's when you were so vulnerable in that podcast. Like, you could hear it in your voice, and that, I feel, was so inspiring because you. you were sharing your struggle in that moment. And in that moment, you you probably don't realize it. It was so motivating. It was just like, wow, because, you know, she's not the only one. Go- like, she really didn't want to do that podcast, but in doing that, it kind of forced her to, to, to look at it from a different perspective. Like, you could... You can, it, it's almost me looking outside or listening in mm-hmm. on your mind, like doing a shift. Like I have to do this because right. you know this is what, and, and that's what happens to us yeah. at at that last moment and that last second. And sometimes it's it's so brilliant. That's why you know a lot of music artists they work very late at night or they get up really early because you know it it just comes to them. It, it comes. But I don't live that. I don't live in that world where I can wake up and just log in. You know, that's it. So my life has a certain structure. So I exactly. have to, you know, and, adhere and to that structure. And it's so hard because I just don't want to. You know, and, and part of that too, just like you said, you know, I've been waking up a little bit earlier just to capitalize on some of the creativity. But because of how it's structured, you're blogging and you're working, you, you you either have at the beginning of the day or at the very end of the day and, you know, trying to to do all that you need to do in between that is just kind of hard. So, you know, sometimes the last minute is all we have to get mm-hmm. stuff done. But I, I do I do agree with that procrastination thing. It's it's but it's a work in progress and I don't want you to be too hard on yourself. Oh, I'm not. I, I'm over it now. <laughs> All right, so what is the best piece of advice you've ever received, whether it's in your business, um, whether it's blogging, your career, or personal? Best piece of advice. I, it's like it's such a cliche, but it, it just goes a, such a long way. Um, treat others as you would like to be treated. Oh. Um, it's extremely instrumental in my personality, period. Um, it's something my mom has always ingrained in me. I do the same with my daughter. Um, but you never know who is who Mm -hmm. and being nice to every single person. And it's not like you have to be like chipper every day. Like it's almost like you get into an elevator, you're in an elevator filled with people who 
haven't had their coffee yet. I still walk out of the elevator and say, have a good day. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what that anybody in that elevator is experiencing. And just that idea that you can still have a good day is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I really feel, you know, when you step, when you, from the time you step out of the bed in the morning, you owe it to yourself and you owe it to everyone around you to attempt to have a positive attitude and share that with the world on a very consistent basis. So my positive attitude and my outlook of having an optimistic outlook on everything, really it has been ingrained and it's not like a phony, um, it's not a phony thing where I'm learning to be positive or I've just always naturally been that way and I can shrug off things very easily even as a as a child I don't remember being angry or grudgeful for very long and at some point if if that is the case I just you know excuse myself or I have my moment and just keep it moving but to take it out on other people and and treat people a certain way I think it degrades us as humans and it it doesn't make anyone around us feel better to to downgrade someone else in order to make yourself look good um so i think having a positive outlook on life in general and treating people the way you want to be treated will open so many doors so many opportunities and it so many people can tell they trust you based on your how you how you make them feel mm-hmm. and um, your energy. I feel like I mean that that was actually the reason I titled my blog "Style and Vibes" because you get a vibe from a person, yeah. and that that was me. I knew I had style, and I knew I had a vibe about me, and I was literally writing for myself mm-hmm. um, and sharing my experiences. So, like I said, just treating people. Um, the way you want to be treated is 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 important in every walk of life. Great stuff. All right, so let's get into some fun questions, right? Which superpower do you wish you had and why? So if you had to have a superpower, what would it be and why? I wish I could, like, disappear and, and end up in a I like, just boop. I'm in uh, I'm in El Shabicha. Yes. I, I, I eat some fish. Yes. <laughs> because, I, you know, like, it's not that I have a life that I want to get away from, but I almost, in an instant, you just want to, I don't want to have to travel. I don't want to have to be, I just want to be there and come yeah. right back. You know, I, you need that break and you just want to snap out of reality and snap back through. <laughs> The last podcast interview that I did with Nadia Vassal, I said the same thing. I want to go beat me up, Scotty, and, you know, I'm where I want to be. And that's- Yeah, I think she said she wanted to fly, yes, right? Yes, she yeah. wanted to fly. Yeah. Listen, that is what I'm talking about. I want to go like Harry Potter and you're here, you blink, and you're there the next minute. Save, cut down yeah, on the you travel know, you time. What, what was Bewitch? Bewitch. Be I want to be just like Bewitch. Yeah, twitch, twitch your nose and... Mm-mm. And yes, yes, 
Yes. Yes, that's a great superpower. That <laughs> and being invisible. That was from Tanea's podcast. I, I feel like I, if I were invisible, I'd hear too many things that I don't want to hear that will hinder my productivity. <laughs> that's a good so point. I, don't, I don't want to be a part of that. Oh, my God. But I, I, I do like the disappearing thing, and I, I think I want to tie in. I feel like, you know, disappearing and being able to do one of those quick, like, here one minute, twinkle your nose, and you're someplace else the other minute, that, that ties into the whole disappearing superpowers. So I'm going to run with that. I'm going to run completely with that. But that's a great power to have. Yes, yes. We could globetrot, like, before you know it. I'm telling you, I wouldn't have to be worried about how much time I have off from work. Exactly. Just like, all right, you don't have to worry about... Oh my goodness! The the how long is the flight to go there? Mm, don't have to worry That's about That's a whole day. I know. Yes, you're out of there. Now, if there, what is one thing you would do if you were not afraid? And you know, most of us we are shy and reserved, and there's a little fear about something. So, what is one thing you would do if you were not afraid? You are not afraid. I think fear is a good thing, to be honest. Um, but if I weren't afraid, let me see, what would I do? That's a hard one. If I weren't afraid, I think I'd probably be an entertainer. Like, I'd be like Janet Jackson or Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Um. You and I are on the same thing, because that's yeah. what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I'd be maybe an actress, I'll be a choreographer, I could probably be a singer, <laughs> Knowing that I probably yeah. In, in my next in my next life, I want to come back as a um a mix between Janet Jackson and Rihanna. Oh. I know they both can't sing very well, which is why I don't. I I that's my you know I don't sing very well, but I just want to wear cute clothes and dance on stage like nobody's watching. I mean, I do that now anyway, anyway but you know, um, doing it at that level, I think it, it's a huge responsibility too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think people sometimes don't understand how much work it takes um, to be at that level and to be so consistent. I think um, it's tougher than most, most, it, more than at least the eye. I think, you know, successful entertainers are consistent pretty much. And, and we can take that into everyday life as well, um, especially the ones that aren't the greatest like, I feel like they the have people to work much have, harder. Yeah, yeah. Because if you don't yeah. have, and you must have been in my head because before we started this podcast, I was thinking, wow, you know, you know, it's everything seems so easy. You know, you want to, you, you see Oprah, you see Beyonce, and you see everyone else. But I'm like, I remember Beyonce when Beyonce just came out. When she was in Carmen Hip Hopera, and when she's in all of this stuff, and when her she did her first in red carpet on MTV Music Awards, and she was, I mean, she's always been a shy person, but she was just so painfully shy on that red carpet. She was blushing and laughing most of the time. She wasn't holding the mic, and I'm like, you have to. I'm not a fanatic. Um, I I respect Beyonce's game because she's just been consistent. She mm-hmm. does it. She works hard. And I said, you know what? Most of us, we just want to get to that part. We don't want to go through the process of doing all that work to get to that point, especially when you are not out the box having a talent or a voice like a Mariah Carey or a Celine mm-hmm. Dion. You have to work that much harder on the other aspects of this packaging 
um, yeah. To, yeah. to to be great. So yeah, I I completely I like it. You know, that's why we have enough vibes because we see each other. <laughs> yes, yes, we we we're cool. All right. So in wrapping up, tell me what are you most excited about coming up in the future? What are you looking forward to? What's next for Michaela and Style and Vibes? I am looking forward to being consistent. Um, it was something that, it, it was a goal of mine uh, this year to be consistent on the blog. I um, wanted to establish a level of consistency. I'm still figuring out what that level is for me at this time. I know what I want it to be. Um, if I could do one post every day, I think that that would make be the ideal situation for this year. Um, but I also want to focus on providing good content. Um, I actually just um, thought of the idea. A lot of bloggers, they do income reports. Mm -hmm. So I, I at the end of this month, I decided that I want to do a content report. Because I think a lot of times um, you mm -hmm. see the income report and you're like wow you can really make money but those bloggers had to focus on good content okay. first mm -hmm. before they started sharing about their monetization um projects so that's first and foremost the top goal um i definitely want to do more collaborations with other bloggers um kind of really um push my story and infuse more of me into the content that I have. Um, and just being able, I, I had to recently, I had to cancel. I wanted to do Caribbean digital divas again with the procrastination. Um, it did not happen. So I want to start planning for that a little earlier, um, this year and really, um, focus on building real relationships with other bloggers and some sponsors or potential clients that want to work with me on projects. It's, it's a lot, but I'm just taking it one day at a time. All right. And that's all we can do because, you know, in this blogging, podcasting game, it's just you do your best content, quality content first, and then everything else will just come after because without the quality content... You can't get any of those goals, really. I mean, you could, but longevity with that might not, you know, work out. So, I'm, yeah, it's, just, it's not so much about the numbers per se. I think the quality, I, I, and I even feel like companies now that you want to work with, they're looking at the quality mm -hmm. of your work, how you're connecting with your community, and what you're doing to to really be consistent um, within your niche. I think. You know, me having such a small niche is almost like an advantage to me because I'm not trying to be all things to all people. Um, whereas sometimes that gets confusing for a lot of bloggers. Um, they see something here and they're like, oh, let me try this and let me do this. And that's part of the blogging process as well. But I think that um, 
finding what you, your voice and what you want to do and how you want to present that and sticking to it is more important. Of course, you're going to grow and change and evolve your, your opinion and your taste and um, things of that nature. But there's a certain authenticity to you as a person. So even though your taste change, your attitude doesn't. And that shows on the blog and being consistent. I'm the same person on the blog as I am in person. And pretty much I think I'm more fun in person than I am on the blog. I think if I could infuse a little bit more of my personality and I know like, you know, I'm such a dynamic personality in person, but bringing that to the blog um, will only compound what I already have. All right. So any final word to our community of friends? Um, I would just say keep going and, you know, even find, find your community, stay with Carry On Friends community, yes. join the Style and Vibes community, yes. and, you know, continue to not only push yourself, but push the people around you, too. Um, I think it's our responsibility to help other people share ideas, um, I think that there's a big misconception about sharing information with people. Um, if, if you're truly, you know, creative and you have your ideas, you'll get another one. It's not that big of a deal. And really and truly, you know, the idea that you're coming up with probably isn't that new, yeah. you know, unless you're coming up with the next Apple. So, you know, if there's some sort of proprietary information, that's different. But... Um, you know, sharing with people, I think adds a certain level of community and I'm always willing to share people, contacts that I have. Um, I never see, cause your relationship that you build with people is your relationship. Right. Um, what you do with those ideas is yours. Mm -hmm. So, you know, someone out there can be doing the same thing that you want to do. Um, but of course you're always going to have that sense of competition. And even if you truly have an original idea, um, you're still going to have a copycat down the line. Just look at, um, the invention of the iPod. I mean, Sony had one. It's no longer there. Uh, was it Sony? Walk? What was the Sony walk? Man, I don't even know if it was popular. Um, you know, but you have to be able to withstand that. Um, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't share your ideas or or um, help other people. So I think building a, a strong community of support um, and don't be afraid to motivate and inspire yourself. I think we look so much to other people for inspiration and motivation that you kind of just have to one day just say, let's. Let's just do it. Yes. Regardless of whatever everybody else is saying. Let me just sit here in my thoughts and really just do it. Because if you wait to be motivated and inspired, you'll probably never get the spot. You're not going to do it. Not going to no. do it. You know, I knew you were going to come on the podcast and drop some gems. And uh, you sure <laughs> did. And um, I'm going to make sure that, you know, I follow up with you because I have some ideas on an episode that you'd be perfect for. And I'm considering a summer format. So you're definitely going to be back 
as a guest. No, but I'm bringing you back. Yes, yes, I'm bringing you back. I'm bringing you back because there's so, so much more to, to talk I, about. This is awesome. So I would love to. Yeah, I, I love it. I And like you said, you know, with your writing, you know, my personality doesn't come out as much in my writing. It's the podcasting that I feel like I come alive and you could hear it. You know, you could hear when I'm laughing or smiling and talking. You can hear that, the passion and the energy. So your your advice to our community is just perfect. It's what it's it is what carry on friends is about it's about motivating people and helping people become their best selves because we all have the potential to be great and there are different levels of being great everybody's always looking up so why not be on the level that someone is looking up and ex- trying to aspire to and we all owe it to ourselves to to just be the best we can be right awesome so, yeah Thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it. I love it. I love you. And I'm excited about everything that you're doing. And thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Carry On Friends podcast. For a recap of this episode and other great articles, please visit the blog at www.carryonfriends.com. That's C-A-R-R-Y-O-N. F-R-I-E-N-D-S dot com. You've been listening to Carry On Friends, a show about the Caribbean American experience produced by Breadfruit Media. We post a new episode every two weeks on Tuesday. And if you're looking to learn more, buy our merch or sign up for a newsletter, check out carryonfriends.com or Find us on all social media platforms at Carry On Friends.